Welcome to Words That Move Me, the podcast where movers and shakers like you get the information and inspiration you need to navigate your creative career with clarity and confidence. I am your host, Dana Wilson, and I move people. I am all about the tools and techniques that empower tomorrow's leaders to make the work of their dreams and live a full life while doing it. So whether you're new to the game or transitioning to your next echelon of greatness, you're in the right place. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome to Words That Move Me. My name is Dana. I am thrilled that you are here. Thrilled that you are spending some time thinking about your creative life and career. Um, And if you are listening to this episode on or around the week of its release, then it is the holiday season. So double cheers to you for thinking about your creative life and career during this holiday season and the end of the year. Um, While you sit there thinking of yourself and your creative life, we are having a sale on all sorts of uh, goodies and surveys, we'll call them. (laughs) that are designed to support you and inspire you along your creative journey and in your career as a professional person working at this thing called, I almost said dance, but let's be real, it's life. (laughs) It is really, really great timing if you are feeling spent, if you are feeling behind where you would like to be in terms of your career goals, I really, really, really have your back. Um, one of one of the many benefits of career coaching with me and of being a part of the Words That Move Me community in general is discovering a sense of wholeness, of balance, and of enoughness. Right now, like exactly as you are today, you can feel balanced and whole and enough. And from that place, you can create the work of your dreams. It's a simple is that. Um, And it is as simple as a sale. (laughs) Right now, we are offering one free month of career coaching when you purchase an annual subscription. And we are also offering 20% off all of our merchandise with the discount code WTMMHOLIDAY2022. No lines, no spaces, no lines, (laughs) no spaces, all caps. All caps, no spaces, WTMM Holiday 2022. So visit the online store. That's wordsthatmoveme.com slash shop. And if you have any questions about what coaching with me looks like, about what the Words That Move Me community is, please don't hesitate to reach out. Direct message me on Instagram at Words That Move Me Podcast or visit wordsthatmoveme.com and snoop around a little bit. You will find testimonials, FAQs, um, and A's, and so much more. Please just take a hot second. Visit wordsthatmoveme.com. Me, you, a community of people showing up for themselves and for each other. It is a beautiful thing. It really is a gift. Boom. Simple as that. Okay. Oh, speaking of gifts, that's a good segue for you. This is a really special episode. I know I say that every week. I am fully aware. But this episode is special because it is a words that move me tradition. And yes, I'm patting myself on the back because we've been around long enough to have traditions. 
we're going into our fourth season, y'all, our fourth year. Holy smokes. And every year so far, our second to last episode of the year is a mashup episode where you will hear every single guest from the entire year answering the same question. The question changes every year. So my year one, season one guests all answered the question, what is the difference between technique and style? That was fun. Season two guests answered the question, what makes someone an artist? And that was super juicy. <laughs> Genuinely have never heard the same answer twice. And this season is no exception. This season, I asked every single guest from the past year, what is the tool you use most often? And I was touched and inspired and honestly, a little bit shocked by a few of these. <laughs> I cannot wait to share. But first, I start every episode of the podcast by sharing some wins. I go and then I yield the floor to you. This episode is an exception. Although I believe it is always very important to celebrate your wins, the things that are going well in your world, even the small wins, sometimes especially the small wins, today I would like to honor and mourn a loss. Today, the dance community and, and the whole lot wider world learned of the death of Stephen Twitch Boss. <sighs> Twitch was many things. A husband, a father, a friend, a mentor, a multi-hyphenated celebrity, bona fide celebrity, an undeniably loved and respected pillar of our dance community, and a Choreographers Guild executive board member, I might add. My heart is broken, and it is going out to his wife, Allison, their family and friends. And today, in place of wins, I'd like to offer a moment of silence for Stephen Twitch Boss. I will miss sharing locking videos with you, Twitch. I'll certainly miss watching you get down. We love you. So much. Okay, my friends. It is with that very somber segue 
that I will start us off with this season's question of the year. The question, what is the tool you use most often? I'm going to answer this question and I'm going to I'm going to give you the answer that I that I wish it was. <laughs> I want to say that the tool I used most often is the coaching tool, the thought model. That is the tool that helps me separate the facts of the world from my thoughts about them. That's the tool that helps me make sense of my feelings and my actions and my experience of the world. That's the one I use when the community suffers a terrible loss. It's the one that I use when I am experiencing a certain outcome that is not in alignment with the desired outcome. Um, it's sometimes the tool that I use when I want to decide where to have dinner. That's what I wish the answer was. If I was, that, that's like the tool I, it m might be my favorite tool, <laughs> but the question was not what is my favorite tool. The question is what is the tool I use most often? My answer to that question after much thought is my battle station, AKA my desk. It is a standing height. I have a very tall chair if I'd like to sit down. My battle station, yes, that is my cop-out answer, which means I get like 14 tools by mentioning the one tool. My battle station includes my desktop, my cameras, my hard drives, my files, my photos, both digital and hard copies, my tape, tape is important, my pens, my glue, my paper clips, very important. I'm there at least four hours a day, y'all, at minimum. You know when you look at your phone and it's like, you average four hours a day, and you're like, whoa. Yes, that's me at the desk. Even days when I'm on set, usually I start and end at the battle station. Phone probably comes in a close second, if I'm being real, and the thought model a close third after that, if we're really breaking it down per hour. Now listen, I did not give each guest the luxury of picking a top three. So this gets interesting and it moves quickly. So get ready. Also, if you don't recognize the voices, because I don't introduce everybody, if you don't recognize the voices and you want to know who's who, please pull up the show notes to this episode where you will find the time codes and names of each guest detailed out there for you. Um, you could just, you could look at the show notes and just know, but better yet, if you happen to be having a little holiday party with a bunch of dance types, you could round up all all the homies and make wagers on who's who. You could make it a drinking game. You could make it a different kind of game. It would be a fun game, I think. And if my editor slash executive assistant Riley Higgins is at that party, she is going to win. Thank you, Riley, for this master montage of an episode. I love it. And thank you to every single guest from season three. I could not have wrapped this up any better than all of my guests do. So you won't hear much from me for the rest of this episode, but I would love to hear from you. What is the tool that you use the most often? Please let us know. We'll be running a poll over on Instagram. You can always DM me there. I can't wait to hear your answers. And um, thank you again for being here for this very important and sincere episode. I sincerely hope you love it. Thank you to all of my guests for being a part of a fantastic season. And thanks to all of you for listening. Go 
Enjoy the second to last episode of season three and keep it very funky. I'll talk to you soon. What is the tool that you use most often? The tool I use most often is empathy. I feel other people so quickly and I'm able to see so far past an initial engagement that I'm looking empathetically at the future with every current interaction. And that is something I use in every conversation I have, whether that be with my child, with my husband, in business, with friends. I am really daily looking at how does this interaction affect future, like them, the, us in the future, them in the future. Like sometimes it can paralyze me. It really does sometimes because I'm thinking so deep and so far and I'm like, how can I just play for a second? Sometimes it does. But for the most part, it serves me and supports me so well. And I'm so grateful for that. A plus. Ah. Look at you A plusing in a C plus permitted space. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Brain, just be natural. What comes up first? Okay, the tool that I use most often is my heart. My heart is on overuse all the time. <laughs> I love the heart as a tool. It is, and it serves such a very important function. Yes, it's overactive. It is the most overactive. <laughs> it drives your passion and it drives your physicality, which is what you, my friend, are all made up of. Absolutely. Um, the tool I most is the humble tool. Humble. Being, you know, after all the accolades that we all get, people give us, it's being humble in that. It's it's showing people that, you know, even after the hard work, even after the cheers, and even after the you know, all this praise that I stay humble of who I am and what I have achieved and what I will achieve even in the future. My whole thing is, it's the humbleness. It is the, the thing that, you know, the tool I use when I walk into classes, when I, when I meet people, when I, when people want to take pictures with me and I used to say, I mean, I used to go, why you want to take pictures with me? Oh, you're famous. You're a legend. I say, oh, I'm just a dancer like you. They said, no, but you're not. And I'm saying, then, okay, thank you. Let me stay humble. So I give, when people say stuff to me, I always thank people, but I always do this at the end of my classes a lot. It says, as your, as my respect, you know, that you give me, you give me the respect, I give that same respect back because I'm humble in who I am. So without you, there is no me in this class because I cannot be a teacher without students. So I am very humble to you guys. You look straight up. Frozen. I have three answers. Oh my God, I can't wait. Is that okay? Yeah, totally. One, this is something that my dad told me when I was a kid that I had and continued to indoctrinate me my entire life before I realized that's maybe what it was. But one, 
the indefatigable human spirit two energy i mean it's kind of the same idea but three music oof my friend my friend i don't know what else to say that's, that's it. insane dana no that's it dana you and these questions always. your headphone microphone just tell me that tell me it's your headset right now <laughs> The tool you use most often. Do you want a practical answer or do you want I want your guts. Deep I want answer. I want the guts. I mean, or I mean you could also give me both. This is my podcast, I make the rules. <laughs> to be completely honest, the tool that I use most often nowadays is empathy. It saves a lot of um relationships that could be broken, scenarios that could be walked out on. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, yeah, empathy could be used at a practical level and a hella deep level. But empathy, totally. the, 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 the ability for me to step outside of myself and see another perspective without doing a woe is me to them, it's still like, you know, a protect, but it's just like, yeah, it allows me and it gives me the flexibility to still do my thing. Whatever mm -hmm. it is, mm -hmm. is, is a, is an empathetic heart and it doesn't have to be mushy. It's like the empathy when things are disorganized to, to find out why before I judge it or, you know, things, uh, my son didn't wake up. And he asked school and I'm just like, yo, like what? But why, you know, it's, it's, I'm using, that's a, that's a big tool of mine. So, because at the end of the day, it's me that's getting stressed out. It's me that's getting bothered. So I have to pick certain tools in order for that to not happen so much. What is the tool that you use the most? Okay. The tool that I use the most, and I and I, that's not just in teaching; it's it's in life. Is the attempt to duplicate the viewpoint of the person I am talking to, whether it's my wife, my students, etc. I, you, you, you must, or I must, duplicate the viewpoint I am talking to in order to figure out what I need to say to that person to get them to understand what I want them to understand. You can, you can flap your jaw as long as you want at somebody, but if you're not talking their language or you're not talking and getting inside their viewpoint, if you're not penetrating their personality, you won't be successful. So the thing, and I think I do it quite well, a little less well with my wife, but but I do it well with my wife many times, but not always, um, is to really get the viewpoint. What is that person seeing? What is that person thinking? Where is that person coming from? Then you know what to say to that person. If you can duplicate the viewpoint, and it's easier with some and harder with others, and I'm sure it has partially to do with my personality, but that's the tool that I use the most. Marvelous answer. The tool that I use most often um, is absolutely the skill of communication because as a director, um, you have to be the keeper of the story, the keeper of the project, the keeper of the keys. And 
have to be able to talk about the project's vision, whether it's your vision or it is uh, uh, the road you're headed down with every department, with every different person um, who are all bringing their own magic, their own thing to the project. Mm -hmm. And so you have to be able to speak 40 different languages in the same day um, to be able to get something that's in your head across to every other person in the project, every other person that's viewing the project, every other person uh, that has any finger in, in that pie. So uh, communication is probably the most valuable skill and the tool that I need and try to use the most. What I can't wait to hear what you say. Oh my God. I'm if it's so your, nervous. if it's your teapot, I'm going to lose my mind. Okay. <laughs> what is the tool that you use most often? I think the tool that I use most often is not a physical object. It is my ability or desire to see situations through another person's lens. Awesome. Yeah. I don't know if you need a longer answer, but that. Oh, no, no, no. That's perfect. I love it. Yeah. Compassion. Yeah. Yes. Compassion. It changes your relationship with people. 100%. That's huge. What is the tool that you use in your work most often? The tool I use most often in my work is Gmail. (laughs) Gmail and my tap shoes, I would say. For physical dancing is tap shoes, obviously, but Gmail because I use sheets and docs and uh, oh, the full Google suite here we're talking. The Google suite. Let's yes. go. I pay. I'm a huge fan. I am a huge fan of the Google suite. <laughs> Me too. Truly. It's I amazing. love a Google They're form. Brilliant. I love a spreadsheet. I love slides. Yes. They deserve to be billionaires. Look what they did. It's so easy. It's so easy. You and I could literally write a story together and just each contribute to it every night and watch what each other does without speaking to each other. It's brilliant. It's true. But then we wouldn't get the pleasure of speaking to each other. This is true, this, right? This I very no, much we like. want to speak to this each other. This I very much like. Yes. <laughs> but they're brilliant. They're brilliant. My Beat headphones. They're so great. I can transfer them to all of my devices and take phone calls and also take meetings. And I love them. I'm obsessed. Wine. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> That's just a first. Kidding, just kidding. But also, just kidding. no, it's, but it's also just kidding. Work. <laughs> just kidding. Just coastline. kidding. Um, okay. Um, this is going to be funny because you can see it, but no one else can. Pen and paper. I Old refuse school. to ever use my computer or my phone to take notes. Never have, never will. I travel with a clipboard a pen and a paper. And if it's not a clipboard, I have a folded up piece of paper that travels in my back pocket and I will steal a pen from a waiter or a waitress to write down something. And I will gather my notes at the end of the day. I have to physically write something. Otherwise it doesn't, I don't get it done. I forget my thought and it needs to come out of my brain. (gasps) Wow. That is awesome. I love it. Analog. This is it. Watch it be QuickBooks. Oh, yes. Is the it? tool I use most often is QuickBooks. Yes, it is 
just it makes my life so much easier and it's actually fun like I like doing everything I can do in there and just organizing things and reconciling numbers and when everything lines up and balances I'm just so happy <laughs> how many hours a day do you think you sit in QuickBooks I mean I'm probably there like three to four hours a day yeah wow oh yeah that's a that's a commonly used tool I'll accept that what is the tool that you use most often? Scissors. That is such a hardcore answer. <laughs> is it really? Um, well, when you said tool, I thought of like, what do I use for, you know, yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I always used to say it was the most important part of my wardrobe. Scissors, I yes. I do a lot of alterations on stuff. And then uh, in terms of... Uh, it's, it's more of a metaphor in terms of writing because totally. now we have, you know, word processing, but cutting, you know. Dude, I mean, I used to cut fat. and paste with actual scissors. So, like, yeah. Whoa, cut scissors and paste. Scissors came to mind. Sintra, fabulous answer. Thank you so much. <laughs> the tool I use most often is the body tuning cushion. Simple as that. The tool that I use most often is the voice draw and... A fun personality. <laughs> Bonus! The Voice Draw Plus. <laughs> if you If you order now, you can get the Voice Draw plus a silicone cup plus a super good time. <laughs> what is the tool that you use most often? I use my clipboard and a yellow mechanical pencil every day, all day. <laughs> it's true. Dana, it's true. Let me see Literally, it. Let me these see. are the- Where's it at? I mean, you've known me forever. This is the only pencil I use. You ask yes, Casey money, yes, it's the yes. only pencil I use. And my clipboard, which, you know, ask Jillian, she'll giggle. This is my clipboard. And this yeah. is what I use every day. Oh my gosh. And yep. it's got a little bend in it. There it is. Yeah, it's a little tough. And sometimes I leave it yep. around on set and I'm like, give found, give it back because it's got everything I need. It's got all of my formations, oh my God. all of my casting documents, all my notes, everything. <sighs> Manders, that is exceptional. Well played. This face. Oh my gosh, this face. I've <laughs> <laughs> never been asked this question. What is the tool? I mean, is a card a tool of spending? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. So, that is uh, also an answer I have not received yet. <laughs> that, let's do, yeah, I think that would be my tool, is my, my, my visa. <laughs> well, no, I love okay, it. it's a tie. It's a tie between my visa and a fork, and a fork. <laughs> I love to eat that. I'm dead. I'm so dead. I'm so dead. <laughs> I feel seen right now. I really do. I will say the only thing that I would adjust in that statement is that in this, I lately I get this crazy secret pleasure out of food on food. Like I will turn other food items into the fork. Like instead of 
using a fork, I will use a chip or a avocado yeah. as a bowl or a yeah. carrot as a shoveling system that gets the food. I, if the fork right. can be edible, that that would be my number one tool. Edible forks. That is so true. Yes. Oh my God, James. So I'm, I'm so excited. Next time I see you, I would love to take you out to eat. Let's enjoy food together. What is the tool that you use most often? A spatula. Are you serious right now? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I love to cook. Um, The tool I use most often, most often. um, Oh, don't get me started on often, often and often. Often. (laughs) And both or both or both. <laughs> bot. Okay, backstory. I don't know oh. if uh, Riley is my assistant who will cut this, but Riley, to give you the backstory, I don't know if this will be in the episode. We can decide later. But I went over to Brian's house once to hang out with Randy while she was living in his guest house. And Brian and Randy answered the door together in a tizzy. And Brian was like, I'm so glad we're I'm so glad you're here. We're having a fight. We're having an agreement. I need you to tell me something. I was like, okay, what? And he goes, How do you pronounce the word B O T H? And I said, I said, Both? one of my favorite stories i can't i'm in a full sweat it's so funny but okay so wait randy says both okay. huh she puts an l in there doesn't she both both yeah, both, mm-hmm. both. Mm-hmm. i spent too long in the uk working with proper brits huh. that it completely changed my dialect and oh, I'm sure. i pronounce most of my t's now um but yeah it's been quite a life once your eyes are opened to how horrible our grammar is in america mm-hmm. in america so Oof. what tool do i use the most um, other than your consonants uh, exactly i try to use them the most i oh gosh See, I'm so bad when someone asks me specifics. Like, if I have to choose something, I don't know. Um, I mean, your first, your gut answer was pretty incredible. I have not heard that answer yet. <laughs> and if it came that quick, I'm gonna go ahead and say that. I don't know. Do I'm you use it every spatula. day? Do you use a spatula every day? You cook I mean, every day. If I'm cooking, but I would have to say a spoon. <laughs> Probably a spoon. <laughs> I'm a spooner. I love a spoon. You know when people yeah. go to eat their food, like takeout comes, and yeah. they're like, "Here's a fork." I'm like, "Ew, no, please." I want. I'm a, a dignified human. Uh, please. I want a full, big spoon. I want a big yes. spoon that can take big bites. I don't want to fuss around with a fork. Fork you. Yeah, a spoon, I'm and I'm. St- that's I'm my answer, done. and I'm sticking to it. I'm done. Thank you. Fork you. What is the tool that you use most often? The tool that I use most often is truly self-reflection. Just that self-reflection, that self, uh, you know, 
rethinking, going over, do I feel this? Am I into this? Is my intention that just that self? Yeah, I, I've been using it and it's just so helpful. What is the tool I use my, the most? What is the tool I use the most? Um, my mind. Nice. Love that. Fucking love that. Uh, the tool I use most often would be uh, think before I speak. I don't know if that's if that's what you're talking yeah. about. Like, well, I, hey, everything is what I'm talking about. This is why I ask because yes. I have had the full gamut of answers, and I yeah. think that I mean that is a tool. That is what you yeah. like. You put it into use. Yeah. When somebody asks a question, then you go use sure. the tool. <laughs> yes, then... I use it. Yes. <sighs> so it's not an actual physical tool, but that is the thing that I think I use the most. Yeah. Think before you speak. It's got to be my spirituality and uh, my instincts, which is kind of the same, right? Like my instincts inform me to like, okay, this is probably not a good idea or maybe this needs to happen this way. That's just an innate feeling, innate inner feeling, which is kind of like my spirituality. But being in this business has definitely forced me, not forced me, but it's definitely allowed me to really just engulf myself in my spirituality because you have to have faith. You have to have a strong belief system. You have to have a sense of hope. And that's the that's my foundation for what I'm doing. That's how I'm still doing what I'm doing. That's how I keep going. My spirituality. Yeah. The tool I use most often is my faith. I'm always like, it's possible. You know, it's like, come mm -hmm. on, let's do it or try it now. What I need to be using is whatever kills procrastination. Because that <laughs> kills me. Oh, my God. Okay, but wait, wait. I've got thoughts about procrastination. Hear me out. Yeah. I think that procrastination has a bad reputation. It does. It does. I think that procrastination is fine. It's only bad if we think it's bad. What procrastination actually is, is a very economical brain because it's saying, why do for a whole week what I could do in one day? And you always get it done. Like, do you not? Do you, do you not always get it done? Yeah, that, that part. And I, I have moments where I, I ride on the fact that I work amazingly under pressure. Like yes. I, if I'm like down to the last part, then I'm like, I don't get it. That anticipation, I'm fucking up shit. I'm like, okay, but then, then, then I want to change it. Then I got to go back, but then I can't. And this yeah. is it. Procrastination might be a great tool that you use all the time. Procrastination might be the tool you use most often. <laughs> and you use it because I it freaking know. works. Like yeah. your brain is smart. Your brain is like, oh, we'll do that again because that definitely worked. <laughs> yeah. I think what probably I just need on my my end is to be able to have everything. When I and that's the other thing, is yes. when I have everything. When I I got I got so much like in my head of terms of choreography ideas and styles but it hasn't been yeah. sparked and 
But I have to tell myself, Imani, just because it hasn't been sparked doesn't mean you can't do it. Or just because you think it's not going to happen until December, don't not think about it. Now, if it's Right, doesn't mean you don't have to do a little little work. Yeah. Yeah. I hear you. (laughs) It's funny. (laughs) I love this answer. That's That's so great. What is the tool you use most often? Meditation. Okay, I thought you were going to say breath. Mm. Mm. Uh, I mean, breath and meditation kind of go together. Right, can't have one without the other. when When I meditate, I'm bringing my awareness to my breath. So, uh, yeah, yeah. So there it's you like have a, it. It's like a two-pronged tool. Right. A tuning fork of sorts. <laughs> oh, I love those. My dreams. That's Whoa. Me. That's beautiful. That's poetic. Do you have good dreams often or do you dream nightmares kind of darkish like darkish like the workish? <laughs> they're both. They're both. Um, they're very mm-hmm. epic. Like epic sagas that go on and on and on and on. So usually when I wake up, I can only remember like moments from them. But I'm also usually quite exhausted by them mentally. Uh, the question is simple. What is the tool that you use most often? The tool, let's see, the tool I use most often would be to visualize myself in a scenario before it happens to see if I even want to go through with it or not, like a restaurant or a party or even a song. Do I want to dance to this? Let me visualize myself dancing to it before I even get up and dance. And that saves me a lot of time and energy. I love this answer. I'm riveted. It's like a trailer and for yes, all things for- that haven't happened. <laughs> that is a great treatment right there. Like, let me just let the entire video takes place on a, with me on a couch, but you see what I, the future outcomes that I'm imagining mm-hmm. as potentials here. Mm-hmm. I love it. That's fabulous. And also a very good skill. Yes, economical. Save time and money. The tool I use most often is my life experience. I think that one of the biggest parts of being an artist and the thing that I love about watching artists is seeing who they are and not who they are trying to be or be like. And a lot of that has to do with their lived experience. And when I can see an artist be themselves, like whatever that means, whether or not that's an anomaly, it makes me want to do more of that. So I think I'm always looking and mining for information from other people who are living that or or being examples of that and reminding myself that it's okay to use my life experience um, in my work and and allow that to show up in, in whatever way it does. The tool I most often use is a daily workout. It sets the tone for my day, gets my endorphins flowing, and um, 
It maintains a, a level of fitness that I need to do the things I love to do, like dancing. What is the tool you use most often? My body. That's it? Yeah. Yeah. I use my body. I, beyond dance. You know what mm. I mean? Like Explain. When, for example, I have learned how to do things with grace by feeling whatever emotional things are happening mm. and recognizing what's going on in my body. Yes. And saying, whew. I'm very anxious. Me recognizing this anxiety is going to help me do what is needed. I use my body, shoot, when I'm playing with my kid. I have to know, like, (laughs) yeah, go ahead, kid, run around. I'll just hold it. You know, (laughs) like, I'll just hold the string, go. I use my body when I'm like, I need to flush out all of this human stuff and take a walk. Yeah. I need to take a walk. I need to smell that flower. Yes. I need to, you know, pet my dog. Yes. I need, I use my body when I'm like, oh my God, I'm feeling it right now. Mm, 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 mm. I need to dance. Whatever. Uh-huh. I just really have learned check in. See how that person made you feel. See how this circumstance made me feel. See how that hot spice of jalapeno mm, <laughs> made right? your the tongue actual feel. sensation. Actual, like, ooh, I can't go on my knee like that yeah, yeah. anymore. So it's a tool. I, yeah. I love the way you're explaining it is also like it is a tool, but it's tool, it's per- the function of this tool is to sense. Like it's a sensor. Your body is a sensor. It is sensing emotions. It is sensing physical ailments. It is sensing, um, you know, like ideas. It's sensing something from out there and it makes it physical. Oh my God, the body, this is great. I love this answer. And it's sensing, okay, you just did this on five, six, seven. My body goes on eight. Oh, that's good. Let's use that eight. Yes, it can create. We love the body. Yay. The tool that I use most often. uh, So the context is uh, I always tell students in my class that dance is the tool. It's the vehicle, if you will, towards the area or the destination that you want to go or the thing that you want to build. So dance is the tool that I use most often. And I know it's cliche and... I know, you know, this is a dance podcast, but dance is the tool. Yeah, <laughs> that is. Yeah. I love this answer. Thank <laughs> you. And that's a first, by the way. What? Mm-hmm. Wow. Nobody has, nobody has touched on that. Dance, uh, maybe I should share this, but dance has brought me to every scenario my my some of my best friends Brett dance has brought me to my wife like come on you know dance has brought me to travel the world dance has 
brought me to all these things to build a business to um yeah to love and understand my way through life so dance is the tool it's a tool to to get you where you want to go this podcast was produced by me with the help of many music by max winnie logo and brand design by brie reitz and big thanks to riley higgins our executive assistant and editor also massive thanks to you the mover who is no stranger to taking action so go take action I will not, cannot stop you from downloading episodes or leaving a review and a rating. I will not ban you from my online store for spending your hard-earned money on the cool merch and awesome programs that await you there. I will 100% not stop you from visiting wordsthatmoveme.com if you want to talk with me, work with me, and make moves with the rest of the Words That Move Me community. Oh, and also, I will not stop you from visiting thedanawilson.com if you're curious about all the things that I do that are not words that move me related. (laughs) All right, my friend, keep it funky. I'll talk to you soon.